setting. <laughs> Make it easy for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's start the show. That's a yeah. That's or a no. strong start. Let's yes. That's a good warm up riff. I've I feel well. We got to keep it tight this week. Yeah. All right. Speaking of tight, Brad. What you you it, know? It's tight. Is uh, the podcast network that uh, uh, what's the word? Um, puts on our show. <laughs> 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 yeah, what are they called? They're called Comedy Here Often. Comedy uh, Here Often, Division baby. of Bell Media, A Division of uh, Raytheon Industries. Yeah, uh, and also uh, we're here to uh, tell you about a fucking movie thing. Well, fucking uh, what else movie. is what else is new? Oh yeah, oh Kian and Brad just talking about a movie they just watched a few minutes ago. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Big fucking. What deal. are they gonna say that it w- was bad? Yeah, go tell Maybe. it on the mountain. Keenan and Brad are here to be mean about an actor again. Yeah, guess uh, what? We're gonna m- misremember everyone's <laughs> names. Forget who directed this. Not say what year it came out, baby. What movie are we watching, Brad? Not understand the plot. Yeah, we're gonna miss a lot of points and get pissed off about it. Also, off the top plug this week, uh, go watch our talk show on YouTube if you guys uh, are so inclined. Yeah, the late night with Seth Meyers with Kean and Brad. It's a good show. It's on uh, Brad's YouTube page. There's two episodes out right now. Yeah, very fun. If you like. Only the dumbest parts of this show, you're going to love that one. Yeah, imagine if this show was not about anything. Imagine all the shit we edit out of this show. (laughs) It's got to go somewhere. (laughs) Check out our late night show on YouTube. Anyway, uh, we're watching Scrooged. Yeah, Scrooged this week. A division of Charles Dickens. Yeah, so what do you think came first, Scrooged or uh, Charles Dickens' thing? Uh, I think this was the working title for... Charles Dickens's uh and one of called? his Oliver Twist. Yeah, Charles's Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities. Mm. Yeah, I'm not familiar with uh this Charles Dickens story. You know what I, I will say read uh, Charles Dickens. Uh, see, and that was where I was at too. I f- firmly believe that Charles Dickens is an idiot who sucks. <laughs> um, based off of my reading of uh, Great Expectations, which is a book about an idiot who sucks. Well, it, it's just like every time I read like try to read a Charles Dickens thing like all I can picture in my mind's eye usually you picture like the story that's yeah. happening you know all I picture is like an old guy in a rocking chair just like slowly wanking himself off yeah dude that's, that's English what... literature <laughs> that's the greatest mind of the 18th century yeah it's just like an old knight bragging about how many words he knows yeah he invented jacking off dude you're gonna tell me that's not he doesn't deserve to go into the you know bowels of history I don't know man it's the just... halls of history I'm sure his stories are fine. I will say I had to read uh, Christmas Carol for university, and I did not get through it because, hmm. uh, you know, my life was just well, going so super good at that time. That you'd I think with uh, all the PC culture in our universities today, it would have been called Holidays Carol. Uh, that, that's a new a holiday carol yeah because of the war on a Christmas Carol. Yeah, I'm a, I'm that kind of <laughs> comedian these days. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Steven Crowder. You guys notice how the world's just crazy? Yeah. Uh, and you know what I mean by that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse, Steven Crowder uh, You were telling me collab. about that. You seemed like, because you're a big St- um, Kyle Rittenhouse fan. Yeah. You're also a big Steven Crowder fan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why not? What's wrong with uh, just a guy looking up to men? 
Nothing. What's wrong with the guys being right? Yeah. What's wrong with guys being correct about yeah. everything? They're always on about how these guys are alt-right. Yeah, how about regular correct? Yeah. Alt-right, it, more like all-right. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's funny to watch, like, real-time his transition from, like, just, like, kind of a pussy to a, like, famous right-wing talk show guy. Because then I think of, like, how all the other famous talk show guys got there, like... In my mind, they all have the same origin story. What, shooting two people? Yeah. And then crying. And then they're like, actually, big boys don't cry. They and just so kill. I'm, I'm going to go yell on the air. Yeah, that's a good move. That's a, I respect that a lot. I don't know. That's kind of my backup plan if comedy doesn't pan out. I'm just going to be like, yeah, the libs silenced me. That's why my comedy career failed. Yeah, I mean, obviously. The libs are out here silencing everybody. And then I'm going to start selling supplements on Steven Crowder. They couldn't handle how good my jokes about hating my wife was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I had an hour on how my wife's a bitch and (laughs) hated how good and tight and original it was. Yeah, and that's just because, you know... They're not ready for new hard-hitting jokes like the differences between men and women. But it was funny because, like, you can tell Steven Crowder, like, wants Kyle Rittenhouse to like him, like, really bad. Yeah. But then also, like, he has this ego thing where he can't, like, look up to a guy who's younger than him. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? So it's just, like, he's just, like, complimenting him, like, preemptively agreeing with what he thinks Kyle Rittenhouse's opinions are. And then also they won't let him smoke cigars. Wait, Kyle Rittenhouse or yeah, Stephen like Crowder? Yeah, like Stephen Crowder and his co-host are smoking cigars, but they won't let Kyle do it. So they're like weirdly big dogging and f- small dogging him at the so, same time. That's actually <laughs> a, a genius level podcast bit. Like we should do that on our late night show. Just yeah. smoke cigars and not offer them to the guest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well did, well, did he not offer or did he like? No, he like didn't let him and then also kept making jokes the whole time about like, what if we did let him smoke a cigar? How old is, uh, what's that that guy? I, don't, I have no idea. Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm not that big into the fandom. I just thought that the was fandom. Funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> I do like big dog and Kyle Rittenhouse. Like he's killed two guys, dude. So if you guys don't want to watch Scrooge this week, go watch that because honestly it is funnier. But uh, what did you think of Scrooge? Um, it, it Scrooge, I should explain it. It's just a Christmas Carol, but it's Bill Murray, and he's a high-powered TV executive overseeing a production of The Christmas Carol on his network. I thought, honestly, my opinion of Scrooge is if you haven't seen it, just watch Elf. <laughs> you liked Elf better? Yeah, dude, and it's very similar. How is it similar? How is it similar to Elf? I mean, other than the ghost of Christmas past, it's the exact same plot line. <laughs> Two other ghosts. Rich guy learns how to love. Yeah, I guess it is kind of Elf from the dad's perspective a little bit. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know, it's pretty different to Elf. I think Elf th- hits literally all the same, you know, morals of this movie. You are right about that. Probably is more entertaining. <laughs> also, you're right about that. Yeah. But I like uh, I like Bill Murray. Interesting. And that's how I feel. Okay, fair enough. Why do you like Bill Murray? I don't know. Because to me, he just seemed like a guy. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of why I like him so much. Like, it really just... I don't... I, I, I go back and I watch Bill Murray movies, and my dad loves Bill Murray movies, so I've seen a ton of them. And I just... I don't understand why, of all the different guys in Hollywood, this was the one that was plucked to just be a star that everyone was going to fall in love with. This guy who looks bad. Yeah. He's got... He looks like shit. A dog shit hairline, 
I mean, his face is like full of acne star- scars. You can see the fillings in his mouth. Yeah, like, dude, he's just like me. And that's the thing. That's why I like him. It's just like there's no reason for him to be famous. And he also just plays assholes incredibly well. Yeah. Like Bill true. Murray nails just being a nightmare. And I don't like maybe he is a nightmare in real life. Maybe also he's, you know, a Daniel Day Lewis type and just really living the role. But I like watching him be shitty. I just enjoy Bill Murray. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, to me, he seems like like comedy's answer to Steven Seagal. Yeah. Almost, except for he w- he does let himself be the butt of jokes a lot, which is... Oh, yeah, I guess Steven does Steven would never stand for something like that. I liked the commercial that this movie opens on where uh, Santa and his team of elves gunfight the Grinch. Yeah, I thought that was tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, honestly, I could have watched an entire movie of that. I Would you die for Santa? Like, if he was real? Like, if... if like, if Santa was like, we're going to war against um, the people who are doing the war on Christmas. I guess it's sort of like a modern-day crusade. But Santa's like, if you kill all these guys and don't worry about religion, what religion they are, uh, you get to put on the nice list. Are you pitching me that Santa asks me to go on a crusade for him? <laughs> yeah, to save Christmas. <laughs> Would you gunfight the Grinch's army? Uh, for Santa. The Grinch? If you knew that if you did, you'd be on the nice list, but you might die. But if you don't, uh, the then Grinch, you're on the naughty AKA list. A.K.A. Abu Bakhtar al-Baghdadi. <laughs> I don't know who that is. The, I think the leader of ISIS. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I do like how I the... I thought uh, the leader of ISIS was Ilhan Omar. She's uh, the first lady of been, ISIS. Again, I've been watching a lot of Stephen um, what were we talking about? Would you gunfight? Oh, the gunfight. I mean, yeah, I'll gunfight anybody. But also, I just really like how uh, beautifully that war on Christmas scene aged. Like, you could pop yeah, that yeah. on TV right now. Like, you could use that as a news clip on Fox News and be like, live from the North Pole. Santa's in trouble. The war on Christmas has reached, you know, new levels. They should have news for kids like that. Yeah, they should, where it's just, uh, you know geopolitics but it's mirrored to be you know fun yeah fun and for the whole family yeah it's like a live from the west wing and then like santa's advising the president on how to nuke north korea yeah 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 santa and the easter bunny are teamed up to yeah i think if i was the guy in charge of uh tricking kids into thinking america was sick i would be really good at that how would you do it i mean i would just have santa in a lot of stuff the Tooth Fairy would make a few oh, appearances. Oh, man, that would actually be so funny. Like, just like, you know, one of those boring-ass political pictures of, like, you know, George Bush or whatever signing a bill in office and all the guys in suits are behind <laughs> him. It's just, like, a bunch of guys in suits and then, like, Santa in the, <laughs> <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Matt, how stoic would a photo, like, a grayscale photo of Santa standing at Donald Trump's shoulder look? Man, that would be Santa just whispering something into Biden's ear. <laughs> yeah, he's whispering, like... Even though you're queuing on, you're still on the nice list because you kept all the kids in cages. Yeah. <laughs> how, would th- how would you not be able to sell Those that? were bad kids. Santa <laughs> actually put them in cages. <laughs> Just uh, Santa reading out the naughty list and it's yeah. all Mexican. You guys, are <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so worried about the kids in cages, no one stopped to ask, are they naughty? Yeah. Are Dude, they even good kids? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you added Santa to more propaganda, it would be so easy. Yeah. 
You're right, man. You should weaponize Santa Claus. Just Clifford the Big Red Dog selling mortgage-backed securities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Santa telling you to ask your parents for crypto for Christmas. Yeah, that's another good idea. Um, ask your parents about Dogecoin now. Do you think working in advertising... This movie, I think, makes working in advertising seem like really easy. Yeah, I mean, I think that it is. I really do think that advertising is just bullshitting yeah. at the highest level. Well, because like, it seems to me, and uh, you know, I've failed university twice now. But it's Hey, seemed... well, you haven't dropped out yet. I did. You don't you still have classes? No. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations, double Zuckerberg, I like to call you. <laughs> yeah. He only dropped out once. My yeah. boy Brad here. <laughs> you guys don't even want to know what I'm going to create. It's going to be really bad. It's going to be twice as bad as Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it seems that to be a successful advertiser, what you have to do is read uh, Freud and then, like, lie. Yes. That's about it. Yeah, and also manufacture uh, controversy. Like yeah. at the beginning of this movie where uh, he pitched the uh, alternative ad to the uh, Scrooge special. And it was like a big explosion and a bunch of crazy shit happening. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. someone was like, yeah, a lady died after she watched that. And he's like, use that. <laughs> Spread the heart conditions. You, you're, you, can't, you can't watch A Christmas Carol if you're pregnant or have a history of heart attacks. Yeah, like... Advertising is like you figure out your target demographic, right? Are they horny or do they hate the other side of the political It's spectrum? one or the other. That encompasses every person in the world. <laughs> and then you either have to convince them that the right doesn't want them to buy your, uh, I don't know, fucking foot cream or something. Or you have to convince them that your foot cream is going to make like ladies want to taste their feet. Or alternatively, the foot cream could be made by ex-special operatives. You yeah, know, yeah. Special <laughs> Forces soldier, Black Rifle Foot Cream Company. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite niche of the economy is like you can just buy stuff from murderers. Yeah. Oh man, that's so funny. And it's just like pictures of guns, and it's yeah. just like the lamest stuff, the like Charles Manson dildo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Hawk One Soap Company. Yeah, Black Hawk is right. <laughs> um, anyway, what are you saying about the our boys in the beige camo? I'm just saying. I think. Uh, hey, careful, dude! They're the thin beige line that separates us from the Taliban. I think they might love cock. <laughs> so, I mean, I. Th I think they might love sucking terrorist penis. Uh, that's what I think. <laughs> I've been told that from sources across the globe, and until somebody disproves it, that I'm going to keep thinking that. Look, I just want to say I support our gay troops. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Every troop loves sucking off Osama bin Laden. And I think that's okay. That's I don't they, think there's anything wrong with that's that. That's why they didn't show his body, because <laughs> they didn't kill him. He's locked up in Guantanamo sucking off Navy SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all the Navy SEALs want to suck him off. He's not getting. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. doing sucking. He's getting sucked. Yeah, yeah, because it would be against his religion. To, yeah, that's... Anyway, this riff's going into the deep end. I think this is really good. Um, you know uh, what this movie really reminded me of? It, because that's it's all about how Bill Murray is a shithead and he does play a shithead boss pretty well. He's always yelling at people. Yeah. Screaming at them in fact. Um you remember how much you got yelled at as a kid? Just in like a regular day? Yeah, like like I don't think I made a day without getting yelled at. And that's at the by thing. Someone. It's like imagine imagine now if people tried to yell at you like they did when you were a kid. Like I mean I would 
they wouldn't even try. They w- but they wouldn't. I got too much of a unhinged look in my eyes. You do look unhinged. They can see all the fire behind my pupils. But that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, isn't that just crazy that we were spoken to like that for like 20 years? Like, (laughs) just screamed at, ordered around, and it's like, well, yeah, obviously I'm kind of fucked up now. Yeah, I mean, no wonder, like, uh, all of us are such huge pussies now. Because, like, really what would happen if a guy tried to yell at me now is I would just let him do it. Yeah. And I would talk shit about him to my friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean... I don't know what I would do. I I did take some yelling over. I worked with a maniac headliner over the weekend who uh, yelled at me and really crushed my spirits. That's what I'm saying. And you let him do it. I did let him do that, but I needed uh, $600. That's the thing. So, you know, there's yeah, the rub. When you were a kid, the guy yelling at you was cooking dinner. And then oh, now that's the guy true. yelling at you is paying you $600. It's, uh, see, it's capitalism that is making all these people yell at me. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> if we turned the country communist, uh, the Gen Xers would uh, not think our generation was huge pussies. That's true. I do feel like people have cooled down on yelling now. Do you? I don't I know. I feel like, like TV executives must be so much less cocky now. Like even, oh, they like, must be shaken. They must be terrified. Because Bill Murray's like a no nonsense, like business guy. Like I'm at the top of the world. Yeah, but yeah. Now it's like all they have left is sports. Yeah, the they just that, have sports in the news. And like, I bet you, sports guys used to get shit on so much by like Gossip Girl guys or whatever. Gossip Girl guys, <laughs> like <laughs> the executives that made Gossip Girl, must have looked down on Monday Night Football. But now it's like the only reason anyone still has cable. It really is, dude. I can't imagine how long that'll last for. Yeah. I wonder if that's just permanent or if, like, NFL's going to just be like, yeah, we're actually just starting to TikTok. They probably will. You know? Come watch NFL live on YouTube. If the Edmonton Police Service has a TikTok, the NFL must. Yeah. Um, But I think cable's going to come back because now, like, all the streaming services, like, if you want to watch everything, is, like, way more expensive than cable would have been. That's true. You know, man, I had cable over this last weekend uh, at the Airbnb I was staying at, mm-hmm. and it was like the most basic cable, and it rocked. Yeah, dude. I love, that is one of my favorite things when I'm on the road staying in a hotel, just watching whatever shit is on TV. Yeah, I like to like watch History Channel late at night, because they always yes. have the craziest like cop show on. Yeah. So, uh, we were watching this one show called SWAT. And I couldn't tell if it was uh, animated or not, because that's how hot everybody in the show was. And they were just like perfect heroes who solved every single problem God, that came across that their desk. And it's just like, I can't even believe that people are still making shows like this. It's nuts, dude. There was one I watched at a hotel in Grand Prairie. It was called like Border Live Border PD or something. And oh, it was yeah, just that like sick. I watched that on planes. That one rocks, dude. It's just like live footage of the border, and then it... Of, like, border cops, like, busting Mexicans. Yeah. And it's hard to enjoy as I get older, though, because I'm just like, oh, it's a guy being racist. Oh, again. I mean, I can't enjoy it. I was literally just watching it as a spectacle of, like, uh, wow. I, <laughs> I can't believe this is where we're at in the American empire. <laughs> you know, like, this is the TV yeah. that they're producing for us. I wonder um, what the plays were like at the end of the Roman Empire. Probably sick. You can probably, probably some of their best work. Probably pretty tight. Probably actually. peaked. Why do you think it crumbled? They were too busy watching all these amazing plays twenty four seven. Yeah, dude, the pussification of Rome was <laughs> real something to fight against. Um, like I feel like 
of all the ghosts that possibly could haunt me, I would learn the least from the ghost of Christmas past. Like, yeah. I feel like the ghost of DMX or, like, <laughs> the ghost of, like, Che Guevara. Is he dead? I uh, yeah. Okay. The ghost of maybe Fidel Castro, because I think... Actually, I'm not even more sure about that one. But that's my Fidel point. Fidel is dead. Is like, yeah, I feel like that, those ghosts, like, they could teach me a thing or two about this crazy journey we're on called life, you know? Yeah. But I feel like the ghost of Christmas past, like, what does he know? Yeah, what, and who's he introducing you, you know to? Many... A guy who, you from the past? Yeah. You but dumber? Well, you know how many Christmases are in my past? Like, I could just think about Christmases of the past. That's the thing, dude, and it's like, you know the one person who I'm not taking advice from? The only person is me from five years ago. Yeah, or a fucking ghost. He's dead. Yeah, exactly. He obviously did something wrong. You got shot. You're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's dumb. I'm not. I'm alive, dude. Yeah. Let me keep doing what I'm doing. I don't think you're in any position to give me advice. Listen, if my hand can go through you, maybe worry about yourself first, you know? Yeah, it sounds like you got a lot on your plate right now, dude. Yeah, or not a lot because you're a ghost. You're a fucking dead bitch ghost. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, this movie taught our parents to not worry too much about going to heaven. Why? I feel like this whole movie is worrying about going to heaven. Yeah, but I think, like, in the end, like, he did a lot of work to become a good person. And, like, I don't know if it was worth it. You seem to, yeah. I mean, maybe it was all for nothing. But how do you even quantify if it was worth it or not? Did he get the girl at the end of this movie? I think he did. I can't remember. I, why would there he not? There was a point where I was watching this movie where my parents got into a fight, so I stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know how it ends, to be quite honest with you. Maybe Damn, that's dude. why I think that. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents got in a fight. <laughs> but I think it's inspiring how Scrooge believes in women's rights in this movie. Does he believe in women's rights? Well, because when the girl has her nipple out, and then Scrooge is like, let her, let her have her nipple out. I think it's yummy, yummy in my... Well, maybe he wouldn't say it that creepily. But he was like, I think that's... Don't do that. That was just Not on the podcast. He saw the nipple and he was like... But he... I think he started the Free the Nipple movement. (laughs) Because before this, there were no nips in movies. You're right. They fucking taped those down. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Taped them down to preserve the plot. I think this movie is progressive. Tells you to be a good guy and let girls' nipples be up. It is kind of progressive. I mean, like, all the lessons it teaches you are good, but that's the thing with this movie is that, like, it, and, I mean, any movie and the problem with Christmas Carol remakes in general, it's like, yeah, I know to be not a rich asshole. I know. It's just... I I get it. I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, after all this, when I, if I get rich, like, there's no way I'm not going to be a terrible person. And that's the thing, dude. It's like this story, th- literally this exact story has been around for 200 years. Everyone's read it and been like, wow, this is literally what Christmas is. Like, this set so many of the customs of Christmas. Charles Dickens was the guy who popularized, like, Christmas being snowy and white Christmases and all that shit. Yeah, which is racist. Uh, Look, I think it's, you know, it's our culture. <laughs> whitewash and shit dude why not christmas too but um yeah but i mean like how many more of these do you need to make like and that's the thing bezos read a christmas carol and then he still became evil and that's my point dude it's like you know it's it's a nice thought to think like oh hey this beautiful story is going to change people's minds and uh it didn't 
Yeah. It won't, and it didn't. Which brings us to our through line of the podcast is, uh, well, it's important to deeply read all movies. Uh, they It also doesn't matter. No. It totally doesn't. Because, I mean, you're still going to have dudes who watch this and just see Bill Murray be rich as hell. Yeah. I mean, the only thing separating me from a evil rich guy is I don't have any money. Yes. If I had money, dude, oh my, my island would be heinous. Yeah, I mean, the only different thing that uh, difference between us and Bill Murray in this is the money. I would start my own. Israel. We're both fucked up. We're both, you know, young kings calling shots. Yeah, we're we're both we both miss girls. What if Scientology had an Israel? That's what I would do if I was rich. Is I would buy a thousand acres in. Not the Middle East, because they've, you know... It's been spoken for. Yeah, they've had... By their, Israel. <laughs> <laughs> they've been through enough over there, you know? But I would buy, like, a, a thousand acres in Utah and just start fucking killing people. Utah would be such a funny place to do it at. <laughs> like, just immediately start beefing with Mormons. Yeah. I do think you could align Mormons and Scientologists pretty quickly. I think... They love grand buildings, investment schemes. That's true. Do do Mormons love investment schemes? Oh yeah, dude. Uh, Church of Mormon put money into sheep. Hmm. I got this. That's insane. I know. I got this Mormon guy who keeps messaging me on Facebook, being like, "Hey, how have your shows been? Also, do you want to like worship Jesus Christ with me sometime?" <laughs> <laughs> you should go to that. <laughs> we should have him on the show. We should have him on the show. I wonder. Oh, that would actually be super funny. We should get him on. Um uh, Nick and Brendan's live stream have like your yeah. Mormon friend and like a hooker on the <laughs> live on the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of burned the bridge because I was like asking him how much he gets paid to do it and if I could apply for the job of tricking people into being Mormon. <laughs> but then he was like, "I don't get paid. I do it out of the goodness of my heart." And it's like, well, God would hate it how much you're lying to me right yeah, now. Yeah, you're doing it out of the dumbness of your ass, actually. <laughs> 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 but also, do you think like? Uh, like, how do you think Mormons can afford all those suits? Court, they've been to court a ton of time for tax shit, I assume. Yeah, but you don't get free suits when you go to court. I don't know. Maybe on your communion, you get a suit and a little name tag. I think that you... says your name in big letters and then your name smaller in Chinese letters. Why would it say that? That's just what they do. <laughs> I, that's just how they do it. All right. Well, I won't hate on another culture, but I just think they got it. There's got to be a salary in it. Because they all have bikes and they all have suits. And I don't have either. <laughs> you could get a bike. Yeah. It got you could get a bike almost for free. My last bike got stolen, so now I just don't have a bike. Damn, that sucks, dude. What are you going to do? Anyway, I think the lesson of this movie is uh, you can't ignore ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> like, if ghosts ever show up, just just get it over with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that really was kind of his attitude towards everything. Just like just reluctantly being like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, ghost Sh business. Show me my past, whatever." Ghost business takes precedent over real business. Is yeah. what I've learned from this movie. Spirituals, business spirits. Uh, yeah, that's so funny coming back from the dead to just do business. Yeah. I think it was cool how he uh, he broke up with his girlfriend because she wanted to go on a date, but he wanted to be in a play. I think he that means he's just like me. Yeah, he's always putting uh, you know his uh, comedy grind set over everything, which yeah. I respect. 
You know, uh, all the scenes with Bill Murray and his girlfriend in it just being romantic really made me just be like, damn, I got to settle down and have some kids right now. Damn, dude, you're finally on my getting married tip. It looked nice. Yeah. Giving his lady a gift on Christmas, r- reading a book, doing riffs. We I'm should, like, damn. We should get married and have our wives on the podcast. We should get married to each other? No, we shouldn't do that. I'm not in the military. I, I'm not. <laughs> I have no desire to <laughs> be intimate with a man. <laughs> as I am not in the Navy SEALs. I'm not in the Canadian Armed Forces. <laughs> but, no, I think it would be funny to, yeah, to get our wives on the show. And then immediately we get divorced. And then it's back to just being uh, the boys. Yeah. And it's way better if we just have way more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience can tell that a weight has been lifted. Because that's the thing, is you never know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, dude, one thing about me is I hate my fucking wife, dude. (laughs) That's what the podcast has to be about. Instead of a movie podcast, that's actually how we're broke and pissed off about it. Uh, It's going to be a movie podcast, but actually about how we're married and pissed off about it. Yeah, that's one thing about uh, being a guy is you have to be always pissed off. Yeah, dude. You go from being pissed off about one thing to another, and then you die. I've never been content. Yeah. And that's what keeps me going. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I get up out of bed in the morning. It's because I know that maybe one day I might be content. Uh, you know what I thought was a really clever way of modernizing this Christmas classic? Hmm. Uh, inserting an active shooter right right in at the end. Oh, I didn't even catch that part. Oh, the guy who uh, he fires at the beginning of the movie on Christmas Eve comes back and takes everybody hostage with a shotgun. Oh, yeah, I did catch that part. Yeah, I thought that was sick. Also, a shotgun. Hilarious weapon to do a mass shooting. With. Oh, yeah, that seems like the, you really got a lot of confidence. Like, what, in... are you going to bring a musket to your high school? <laughs> yeah, dude. Get a fucking machine gun. I'm going to shoot two guys, if you, what is the and point, then I'm done. What is the point of working in advertising if you can't afford an AR-15? That's a th- Well, he obviously got his ass got fired, dude. He obviously wasn't good at advertising. Yeah, I mean, he I only guess... made enough money to buy a starting, like a starter gun. Yeah, <laughs> and then he he got fired. It was like a double barrel shotgun, like the kind of like a, a gun from a old book. Yeah, like the kind of gun that an old man has in a western. Yeah, exactly. It's what the the farmer has. It's what yeah. he kicks down the, the door. The sheriff with. wouldn't even have that. No, definitely not. You only fire that in the dead of night where when you're wearing pajamas. I read a news article about a guy who did a drive by shooting with a revolver, and I was like, how, like how could you even do that? You could do it. You're just cocking the hammer back every time. I don't think you have to. I think it'll automatically go. No, that's the whole thing about a revolver. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm just saying, when I uh, went to go shoot guns with uh, one of my favorite bits from shooting guns with the local comedian Noah Broder and friend yeah. of the show Josh Enemy Adam Myers. Of the podcast. Um, no, Josh, he, he, Josh, the headliner, he bought like so many fucking bullets. He bought like two clips <laughs> and like loaded them up the whole way. And just like took the uh uh like the Glock and just like bam 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 like let off like twelve shots, dropped the clip, loaded another one, and bam 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 bam. And then he turns around and he's just like, I just wanted to see what it would be like to you know be in a drive by. Because they always say they can't hit their targets, and I'm like, what do you think? Do you think you could do a drive by? And he looks at the target and he looks back at me and he's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Completely forgetting. Literally that. not doing a bit. The whole the whole point of it is that you're moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
That's sick, man. I used to, uh, when I was a kid, I had a like a, a BB gun, and I would just like shoot all day with it when mm-hmm. I was bored. And so at the lake, I would get the I would get in the golf cart and I would load my BB gun, and uh, then I would like set up cans full of water on picnic tables. Nice. And I would drive by in the golf cart. Imagine just like <laughs> seeing you from the house doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like tearing up the grass, <laughs> doing donuts in a golf cart, shooting a, a gun. God damn! But so that's how I know I could be in a drive by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. You know, you could do it then. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot for this movie. It is kind of just a generic. It's Bill Murray being a lovable asshole. I do have a question about lovable. the plot. What isn't this guy supposed to be a duck? Remember Scrooge? I can just duck? see your <laughs> mouth like <laughs> trying to keep a straight face and curling into a smile. <laughs> just so proud of That's yourself funny, for that dude. line. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, dude. <laughs> if I came to you in ghost form, would you listen to my wisdom? No. Why? I'm just imagine ghostly you, big fucking sweater. I'm just only being a little like, paler. Hey, bro. <laughs> Just sad. <laughs> hey, dude, can we... Uh, I'm supposed to show you your past, but I actually really need to get some stuff off my chest about my past. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Ghost of your Christmas past. Hey, you want to know another joke I wrote about this movie? What? Uh, I call this movie Facebook, because about halfway through it gets real meta. <laughs> you know how they change their name? Yeah. And then also... They are screening a movie called Scrooge about in the movie Scrooge. Yes. So there you go. That's just the kind of caliber I write at. Yeah, that's another joke that just works because it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about witticisms. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't do like a setup punchline. Yeah. I do, I do slow burns. Yeah, exactly. That one's going to catch you in the car. You uh, yeah. I, I'm, a lot of people like to say uh, we're comedians, and I say no, um, we're humorists. We're witticizers. Witticizers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of myself. Yeah, you got to start. I actually, I have a comedy class called Wittersize. <laughs> Wittersize. We do it in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be very good. No, but which one of us do you think will die first? Uh, me. Uh, mm, depends on how our 20s go. <laughs> I could give you a better answer by the time both of us are, both of us are thirty. Yeah, but that's cheating. That is cheating. When you look at a thirty year old, you know when he's gonna. You die. do know. Um, yeah, I don't know. If you get healthier all of a sudden, you'd probably live longer. But otherwise, I think me. I'm yeah. very strong and healthy. Yeah, I mean, I do. Th- I do think I'll probably die first. You live fast and loose, and I die hard. Man, I'm a bad girl who does it well. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, really, though, if if we stay in Alberta, both of us will die on the road. Yeah. In we will die. Yeah. They're just the saddest hotel you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. One of those hotels that, like, has an oven in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the hotels that, like, you can, uh, everyone else is living here at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just there for hotel. the night. But, yeah, every, everyone here's, everyone else is here for months. Yeah, dude, I see myself dying 
in like Fort McMurray at the vending machine. It's like 3 a.m. I'm going to the vending machine to get some Doritos and I just have a heart attack. Yeah, I could see myself. I'm like 600 pounds. I could die in the hotel at Grand Prairie. You have to bring me on stage in a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> I get, there's no stool allowed because if I sit on it, my, my flesh swallows it. Oh, old Ralphie May. I, I eat three steaks. I get I get I take less pay, so I get more comp. <laughs> I eat three steaks before every set. Three steak Neptunes, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I only drink like Irish cream. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a very funny fat guy bit. <laughs> Your preferred drink is Irish cream. <laughs> yeah. Bottle of Bailey's. I know a lady who only drinks Baileys. Straight Baileys? Or no, it's Kahlua, but I think that's the same thing. No, Kahlua is like coffee-flavored liqueur. So, yeah, it's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> I think that's the same. <laughs> Sounds the same to me. But anyway, who do you think would win if we were to get into a gunfight? Uh, we both have shotguns? Yeah. Double-barreled shotguns? We both have double-barreled shotguns. <laughs> and we're both really mad because the other one fired us. we both fired each other from the podcast yeah i don't know probably you yeah because i'm like way more tall than you i'd probably shoot over your head by accident and then you could you know hit me in the leg or whatever and bleed out (laughs) that's honestly it's kind of impressive how you figured out a way to turn admitting (laughs) defeat in a gunfight into an insult (laughs) that's like that's expert level stuff man yeah, man, I'm super good at comedy and everything that goes along with it. How much time are we at? Because I uh, feel like we're your kind of... Classic witticisms. 41 minutes? 41. Why don't we call that a short and sweet Christmas special? We got a show we have to go to. Let me just Do you have anything it. else you want to add? Let me just check. Something to uh, keep you warm for the holidays. Um, This movie it taught our parents that if anything ever goes wrong in your life, just go on TV and make a speech. And go, hey, I'm the guy. Sorry. I honestly, I did think that was going to be a r- more regular way of handling shit, just making big public addresses to everybody. Yeah, just like you know, who hey. would you apologize to if you were doing a public address right now? Because that's what I think of this podcast as. I mean, yeah, this pu- podcast is a public address for every weird thing I've ever done to somebody. Every time we record, I look, I stare at myself in the mirror, and I go, "It's time to lead the public." Yeah. Th- th- they need you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it taught our parents that taking hostages is the solution to every problem. It is. Um, um, wow. This is a weird... Uh, I, this note just says, giving is good, taking is bad, suck my fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if you guys watched the movie closer, you'll know what that is referencing, because I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't know. Christmas movies are like, why do we need to keep making them? You know what I mean? Christmas movies are always mostly the same. The only good one is Home Alone. Like, why do we? Ne- why do you need to learn the- this lesson every year? Every year, somebody ha- like we all have to rewatch Christmas movies where we're like, oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't like. Oh yeah, it is important mama. to be nice to people. Anyway, back to fucking everyone over for the next yeah. year. I guess I, you know. Like, it's not even realistic. Like, you just go back to your life where you have to lie. No, it's to not. Everybody. I mean, like, we're literally just lying to ourselves, and you're trying to take some sort of lesson from here. But even if you do want to take that lesson, it becomes impossible to, you know, actually, you know, practice it because the world is not set up to be 
nice and giving to everybody. Yeah, like, why is every movie about how being generous is good, but there's not one movie about how to get rich enough to afford gifts? Because they don't want to make that movie, dude. I'm doing all my Christmas shopping at the dollar store this year, much like I have every year. See, and I'm not doing any Christmas shopping this year, <laughs> so... We're in very similar boats. I'm buying a local rapper a... Well, I guess maybe I shouldn't say it, but I guess I already started. I'm buying a local rapper a cap gun from the dollar store and spray painting it black, which is a crime, but then I'm going to... Because he's a rapper, so I'm going to say this is for... This is your piece. Yeah, but then he's going to think it's a real gun, and then when like when an issue unfolds, he's going to uh, die. So I guess it's maybe not a good gift. Yeah, it sounds like you're killing your friend. Yeah. But that's my point, is it's hard to be a good person. And that's why we need to stop making Christmas movies. Yeah, and if you had a little bit of cash in your pocket, maybe you wouldn't be in a position where you have to spray paint an airsoft gun black. Maybe I could buy him a real gun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck, Trudeau? So anyway, that's a... Wow, that really all came around full circle, hey? That did. Like another one, another classic podcast for the repertoire. Another perfect episode. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, come. Hey, we're in Cold Lake on New Year's Eve, aren't we? Yeah, we are doing a uh, show in Cold Lake on New Year's Eve. Come see us if you live in Cold Lake. I know everyone here li- who listens to this does. Actually, they all live in India. In India, eh? Yeah. Yeah, we do have a big Indian fan or base. What I like to, what I like to refer to as um, natural Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good stance to take on the show uh come see me at the comic strip uh january 6th to 9th i'll be working with uh josh wolf that guy fucking rules um shane gillis i'll be opening for march the last weekend in march so come to that yeah i come to the comic strip when i'm there it's some point and then uh every all the wednesdays except some that were there at the comic strip. Generally, God, I got to get better at plugging. We'll be there for most Wednesdays. And then usually. Swag Thursdays at Grindstone. And check out our late night show at yeah, Rules. Our talk show, our late night show, late night with Seth Myers with Kean and Brad. It's really good. Thank you. Good night. And good luck. And Godspeed too. <laughs>